0: Breaking news alert. <sighs> all right, fans. I'm Pete. This is Josh. And let's let's just get something off. Um, and this is something that we've been receiving email after email with. All right. And I want to clear up a couple of things. Okay. So this is a po'boys alert. Po'boys, boys alert. All right. Now, I'd like to clarify... Um, Josh here, and myself, but m- most notably, Josh is not going to make their acting debut on um Mortal Kombat. Um, the person named um Josh, um who shares the last name, um we're not going to dox um Josh right here, is currently acting um in the movie Mortal Kombat. The there Australian are other Josh, the Australian guy um, is currently gonna be in the live-action Mortal Kombat, and we just keep getting things over and over again of, like, you know, oh, I thought, you know, Josh, you were, you know, swole, but I thought you were a -er. Mm swoller and the reason is, that's not Josh.
1: No, not me in the campaign, either. Or House of Lies. Yeah.
0: Yeah, so, you all can, you all can stop with the emails, right. Um, We are shakers and movers, literal shakers, literal movers of heavy, heavy objects of both the mind and the body, and heavy objects.
1: Um, If we were going to be
0: in Mortal... Yeah, and if we were going to be in Mortal Kombat, that's just not really our style. We're a Safe Work podcast that is a little bit gorier than we are... um, Going to do it. I mean, we we do it for the fans. Mm-hmm. And clear all of that up. Josh is not acting in the Mortal Kombat movie coming out tomorrow. All right, just want to clear that up. Um With that being said, what's up, Josh?
1: Not much. I'm glad. I think it seems you've kind of discovered, like, usually... I'm looking at my phone because I have the recording app. And as soon as you enter the session, the clock starts. And as soon as the clock starts, I shoot off with the hip really quick about something you're unprepared for um, and just mm-hmm. sabotage it from go. And it seems like this week mm-hmm. you really uh, – we had some time off and you really took a step back and thought, well, I just got to beat him at his own game, stop him in his tracks. Because I certainly had a whole list. I looked up a pronunciation. I was ready to go. <laughs> so, I gotta give it to you. That was good. That
0: was good. Um, well Josh, I'm sorry for um doing that, but as you know, um you know I'm the social media guy. I run our social media accounts. Um well, I can tell that you don't read the social media account because I posted two pictures. <laughs> oh great. <laughs> I post two pictures. Um, uh, because everybody's posting or this was this must have been like, you know, now like two weeks ago when this episode's gonna air. Um, you know, everybody's posting their celebration pictures on on social media, which is really nice. Um, you know, people are posting a bunch case? of stuff. Um Chicago would have been this weekend. Right? Or Orlando. Uh
1: or Orlando the, or, would have been oh, this weekend. Like, was this was this weekend two years ago or whatever?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Okay.
0: Yeah, so this would have been Orlando would have been two years ago, Chicago or three years ago. I don't know. We're so old. Um, yeah. So people were posting, you know, their celebration pictures. Um, you know, um, some of them. It's funny because, you know, you go to celebration for a wide variety of reasons. You know, some people go for the cosplay. Some people go for the panels. Um, But one thing that kind of unites all the Star Wars fans when they go to Star Wars Celebration, and Josh and I, we've only been to two. We went to Orlando, and then we went to Chicago. But um, you pose for pictures and stuff, right? Um, So, for example, um, there are... I don't know. I've got like five or six pictures of you just lying on the floor, dead, mm-hmm. um, against like various things, like the the guards from um that casino planet in episode eight. Can't bite, Brian um, Johnson. Um, yeah, they can't. That picture. Oh, did he? Yeah. Um, but like one of them, there's this, there's this ridiculous cosplayer, um, and I'm not using the word ridiculous in, like, a negative term or anything, but that dressed up as the, like, um, the, like, walrus thing in episode nine. Yeah, that that Luke Um, Yeah, so, like, I saw, you know, seven or eight pictures of that, and I'm like, yeah, we've got some embarrassing ones, too, if we want to cancel each other. Um... No, brother. But there's a the reason I, the reason I bring it up, um... Is there's a, there's a picture there's a picture of us um in I believe it was Chicago, these um, Star Wars fans from Europe did a recreation of the Millennium Falcon. Mm-hmm. That was Chicago, yeah. And you know we went through. It was cool. Um, you know we're we're at
1: um yeah that was at the point we were in line. The line was so long, but we were also like we 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 got nothing else to do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: Um, and we can. At at some point, we should probably... It'll be nice when um, the next one happens, Anaheim, in, 20, in 2037, mm-hmm. um, where we can kind of game plan, because we are two Star Wars fans of these things that don't really schedule our time well at all.
1: Yeah, it's um, a lot of scheduling five things on top of each other and then scheduling nothing for eight hours.
0: Yeah, pretty much. And it's also um just like willy-nilly you know like oh i'm now gonna go into the celebration store line Mm -hmm. seven hours later which yeah is crazy for sure it's
1: so wild because i not specifically conventions though i did go to conventions usually two or three times a year like new york comic-con or baltimore comic-con and stuff like that but also Mm -hmm. concerts like being in crowds and waiting in line and just sort of staring off into space for a really long time for the promise of, like, an hour of something cool mm-hmm. it was such a huge part of my life a little over a year ago. And now I've had all this time off. Now I'm a year older. My back hurts a little more. You know, uh, I'll be...
0: Oh, God, with your back, too. I mean, we, yeah. for, <laughs> for Celebration Orlando... Uh, we woke up at like, I want to say in three or four oh, in yeah. the morning. Oh, yeah. Worth it. Um, yeah. To, <laughs> to be at the um, Rebels panel yep. <laughs> where they announced it was getting canceled. Yep.
1: <laughs> Ending. Ending. <laughs>
0: um, yeah. So we were there and like, um, I don't think we were. We noticed until after with like the Dave Filoni wearing the picture that wearing that shirt, Ahsoka lives? Question mark, and then yeah. Ahsoka lives. Exclamation point. That was like, I'm um, lost on at least me, but I remember we sat in like a very uncomfortable position.
1: Yeah, you just um, sit on the hard ground <laughs> in the little human corral. Yeah,
0: yeah. Cause some people had little chairs. Some people had sleeping bags. Yeah, yeah. Like I'm people were. Really no, 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 no. Um, I do hope to have disposable income enough at one point to get a chair like that and be like, it can stay here. Yeah.
1: Yeah. There um,
0: you go. that would be, that would be the position of wealth of like, I'm buying these things. I know I'm never going to bring them back, but the like 50 bucks is worth it for some, uh, brief reprieve over these eight hours of wow, staying in dude. line.
1: That's, I mean, I can't, we're still, we're going to that over um
0: 2022 right yeah
1: even no like my life has changed so much just in the last year i am afraid to even speculate (laughs) not in a Mm -hmm. bad way or whatever it's just very you know it's very different um
0: but the things are honestly right like um not to dox our locations further but like in my state um and we're both in the northeast Mm um you know 16 year olds um got the vaccine last week
1: yeah i was, um, I was able to get my first shot
0: oh how are you feeling
1: i was, I was like it was like a week ago but yeah
0: yeah i don't really think um a lot of people have that many too many reactions i don't
1: know i think a lot of the people i talked to actually did for that second shot but
0: oh really man. okay remember
1: I, I had ago? nothing oh man I was I was listening to this podcast and they were talking about the like phases of their COVID and like mm-hmm. different obsesses, obsessions they had over the course of quarantine. And so I tried to like make a list of, of all of mine, like games I sunk way too much time into or TV shows I binged. And I realized like, oh yeah, season seven of Clone Wars, like right as... Quarantine and stuff was gearing up, we got that last season of Clone Wars. Like this time last year, we were gearing up for the final episode of Clone Wars. And that feels so long ago in a way. But yeah. I can't even I can't
0: even conceptualize us doing that. Yeah. Um well here's something. Um and you and I are within reason, I would say a lot more cautious than most about the pandemic. Um, I mean, I'm a teacher, so I've had to be in person um, mm-hmm. with, like, large groups um, in, like, maintainable um, um, sizes and, you know, taking precautions and stuff like that. But Celebration's so crowded, right? Like, our tickets are guaranteed. Mm-hmm. Um, and, I mean, I assume Anaheim is similar to Orlando where there was way too much space like Orlando. They couldn't fill everything.
1: Yeah. Um, Yeah. They only use like a fraction of that center.
0: Yeah. And there was like Orlando had like numerous, numerous, numerous convention centers. So I don't know if it was the biggest one, but like, you know, a lot of the walking was because it only filled up like a portion of everything i would mm-hmm. assume that anaheim's probably similar to that i mean you know i'm sure i can look it up pretty pretty easily but chicago is like very cramped compared to orlando you think hmm. um and i just remember like it has been it's been so long since um i've been in such a cramped position like that mm-hmm. um and for you know I assume I'll be fine. Um, I'm not a person that's, like, claustrophobic or or anything like that. But I'm curious for a lot of the Star Wars... Like, there's a lot of Star Wars fans that um, I assume might be, right? And might... Their experience, like, maybe they're not going to want to go anymore um, because they're not going to decrease... They're not going to get rid of tickets, right? They're not going to avoid our tickets, um knock on wood um for celebration so i'm curious how many people are gonna like just say it's not for them because there's not enough distancing i mean you were so cramped in a lot of those places right like um we we went to like the her universe booth right oh yeah um because it's celebration there's like um clothing booths um there's Prop booths where you can see, you know, different um, props. Um, there's ones for, like, the different um, social groups and stuff like that. And it was so busy, we were in a line wrapped around, like, another store, right? And people were, you know, at, at certain points, people would like, you know, your shoulders would be rubbed up against somebody because they were just trying to get past you. Um, and I have not... I, I don't know about you, Josh, but I have not been in that situation. No. Right? Like... No. Yeah. And... No, we're two, you know, healthy, swole, swole boys. Um. So I assume that we're going to be fine. Um, But I well, do worry yeah, for we're... a lot of those Star Wars fans.
1: Yeah. Not... And I think, you know, we probably gave them a bit of sass for it at the time. But I think that they showed a good amount of, of foresight in bumping it, not just one year ahead to 2021, but. You know, more than two years ahead. So it's going to be August 2022. Because I think, you know, mm-hmm. hopefully, you know, the world will have a better um, idea about all that. Because I mean, by that time, I anticipate having been in a number of good mosh pits. So,
0: well, and probably conventions too, right? Like, you would have at least been Maybe. to one. I don't, one. Know.
1: <laughs> I I don't mean... know, though. Because now I'm like, ugh. Like, if I, if I didn't have tickets already for star celebration in 2022 and like they went on sale now like a year out or so like they usually do i don't know if i would be going or not i'm not sure because like uh, you know conventions are like very fun but um where a concert has like its own kinda you know, to, to me I, I maybe have get a little more value out of concerts as an experiential thing and like so much of conventions is just like what are you gonna buy? <laughs> I mean it's not all that obviously, but so I yeah, I don't I don't know that like I think New York Comic Con for a second was like, Oh, we're doing something in November but then they got some backlash for that. So I don't know if they're still gonna do that or not. So I mm-hmm. yeah, I don't know that I do plan on on going to any conventions, because it would be
0: Baltimore party. and it would be New York Comic Con. Would yeah, be the Baltimore, two. Baltimore,
1: Baltimore would be in like October usually, and well, they're both they're both around October. So I mean, mm-hmm. I, yeah, I don't. I'm certainly. I don't. I don't have the energy <laughs> to go to one six months from now. So yeah, I, I don't think I'll be going to conventions until until Celebration.
0: And yeah, and another thing too is. Um, you know, we are we're recording this. Um, things are looking up. Um, high school students are getting the vaccine, um, but I a lot of things I know are have canceled, like large, large events. Um, mm-hmm. Before this news of like you know students getting it, um, so I'm I mean I'm I, I it would be wild to me if they don't put in some restrictions. I mean, think about think about this. We were in line for I forget, Um, but there was that guy who was from Australia who came just for like what the row, the episode one panel and didn't get the lottery. Am I
1: remembering that story correctly? Probably. I mean, yeah, I'm sure that happened. Um, (laughs) Whether you knew the guy or not.
0: Like, that's an event, right? Like, there, I would say, say there's like 20,000 tickets, which is like an insane amount of tickets, right? Like, how many of those are international? And, like, those people, you know, is that going to be a policy of you can't come in for those things? Um, I, who knows? I
1: don't know. I mean, I think if it's still because, I mean, they were kind of pretty late in calling off celebration last year. Oh, yeah. That was, I mean, we, we were burning them all over the place week after week for not saying anything about it. Like, it was, I don't know, May or June, maybe? And so, I mean, as of now, they still have over a year to still have over six months of leeway. So, I mean, I think the state of the world is going to dictate it more than anything and, you know, how much of a sure thing these vaccines end up being and stuff. I, I think they have plenty of runway and if it does look like oh, nobody's going to be able to come from out-country or something like that. Like, they'll be able to plan accordingly. Right. And, and Or they'll also... make us sign, sign really weird waivers.
0: Sorry, say that again, Josh. Or
1: they'll make us sign, like, really weird waivers. Like, if you're coming to Celebration, then you're agreeing to potentially being exposed to a pandemic, little dummy.
0: Yeah, it would not, that wouldn't that one surprise me if they're like, here's your um, um, official Star Wars celebration mask.
1: Oh, boy. Yeah, there you go.
0: And, you know, you have to sign this, this, and this waiver. And, um, like, there are people that actively police to make sure people aren't wearing their masks. Or to yeah. make sure people are wearing their masks.
1: But then what of the photo ops? Yeah. I mean anyone can look like Harrison Ford's eyeballs, you know.
0: <laughs> mhm.
1: Interesting though that uh yeah, I didn't think about that having been 2 years ago. In a weird way it yeah. feels not like 2 years ago and in a weird way it feels like 10 years ago.
0: It it definitely doesn't feel it feels longer than 2 years ago for sure. Mm-hmm. Um cuz there's so much energy to that too. Like you were Um, And for for Star Wars fans, um, for listeners that aren't super aware of Celebration, um, one of the big things about Star Wars Celebration is the panels. Mm
1: -hmm. So they'll
0: do panels for upcoming projects and for popular projects. So there was like one for Star Wars Resistance um, that we were unfortunately not able to go to. Um, In Orlando, we like made it a point to go to the Star Wars Rebels one. And then Chicago, because they they didn't want people doing the line, like um, wasting. You know, we wasted like what seven hours of our lives. Yeah. Waking up, being in line. So they're like, that's untenable. Mm-hmm. So they did a lottery system, um, and you got into the Mandalorian one, right? Um, I got into the episode nine nine one, and then. Um There was another... You and I, I think, snuck into a Clone Wars one. Um No, it was
1: just, like, open. Was it? Okay. Yeah, they were just, like, taking all comers.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, but, like, those are things that... I mean, I really... I enjoyed the Episode 9 one. You know, you got these beanies, and you got to, you know, see... Some things that you're like, you know, added a lot of excitement to the movie. Um, And I mean, I don't how much of a experience did seeing the Mandalorian panel do for you being hyped about the Mandalorian?
1: Oh, it made made me pretty pumped Mm because I mean, that was the first footage they showed of it was there. Mm -hmm. And, you know, they showed a a good chunk of footage. Um, So that was, you know, it felt pretty cool.
0: Yeah, Um, but that's also, you know, that's that's a highlight for sure. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I'd like to say that I would still get the tickets if they were on sale. Um, But also like. And this is just advice for anybody that's like thinking about it or not, just do it. You can always like sell them or like get rid of them later but... Du- double check um,
1: that, so. though.
0: That, that you can sell them?
1: Yeah. Um, well, oh, mean, really if they can sue you. It'll be fine. I think, I mean, I, I don't know. I, I seem to remember that being a thing where they had, like, an official resale marketplace for that kind of thing, but I don't know.
0: Yeah, well, I'm not saying to, like, you know, buy it for 250 sell it for 1000 or, like, that people are trying to do with those VIP passes where like they just showed what it's like. I'm not worried about
1: that. I'm worried about um, one of our listeners taking out a second mortgage on their home to get uh, a star celebration thing and then finding out that they aren't able to go because their grandma died or something and then not being able to get rid of it and then being like, Pete, you said I could sell it. You said just buy it. Yeah. Okay. I'm a futurist
0: yeah you interrupted me before I went off on Star Wars showing the benefits of being the one percent in the world mm-hmm. which are the Star Wars VIP passes yeah um where if you spent it wasn't even that much more money too it was like are you sure I think it was like five hundred or a thousand like
1: hundred or something but yeah
0: I mean I don't right
1: it's more for me
0: but like if you have that money... like you know if you have a good chunk of money um, that you have a certain saves you set of
1: priorities.
0: <laughs> if you have a, a large disposable income, um, like we do, but we're, we're prudent, which is why we don't buy those. Sure. Um, it, it, I mean, that's a completely different experience, a completely different world, having the VIP passes. Because yeah. everything you do is only like a five minute thing as opposed to like a 4 to 5 hour experience um yeah
1: but you also have everyone on the convention floor staring holes into the back of your head
0: yeah that is true but if you're the 1% that's yeah, probably you something care. you enjoy yeah yeah it's life well um all of all of this weird um weird introspective rant was just because i posted a picture of us at um the table in the Millennium Falcon, and mm-hmm. we're posing, doing an arm wrestling contest. And mm-hmm. then there's a picture um, that we took where you were like crying on a table, and I'm consoling you. And I put right. them back. I put them back it's to back,
1: looking like ah. ah to, insinu-
0: to insinuate that I I won in an arm wrestling contest. So it was yeah. we hadn't talked for a while because um, just you know to um, unveil the curtain a little bit. Um, I had some stuff going on, so we recorded some back to back episodes. So, we yeah, hadn't and ta- then
1: once Josh wanted to do more back to back episodes, then oh, there's no time, there's no time.
0: Yeah, uh, that's that's the real. Okay, all right. right, right. Anyway, all anyway, so right I
1: instead of this.
0: I posted um, those pictures and be like, huh, I wonder if Josh really does look at the social media account. Um-
1: <laughs> I don't know that I would have texted you even if I saw it. I, oh really? I'm, I'm I'm worried that um you're not in on the joke on that one. Okay. And
0: <laughs> confidence rapidly declining. So Josh, like,
1: I'm worried that you don't you think it's funny for a different reason than it's funny, I think.
0: Okay. Um let's just <laughs> I my confidence is shut. I mean, is
1: just what I'm worried about. Maybe um, I mean, funny, for right nope, maybe nope, nope. We're all laughing together. am nope, nope, worried about Nope, you know, nope, 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 nope nope,
0: nope, 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 nope. One
1: concern nope. I have is that you're looking at those pictures thinking one thing. And all right. Everyone else is laughing hysterically. Yep. Like
0: And we're reason. moving on.
1: Yeah.
0: All right. Yeah. So, Josh, what were you going to open the episode with? Well, Pete.
1: Uh, we have been talking for a while about how to do all these freaking filler episodes, of which I think we only have two or three left to do before Bad Batch starts. Well, Bad Batch still comes out on the 4th, right? The yeah. So. Comes out on the 4th and then every Friday after that. So I don't know if that means there's an episode on the 4th and an episode on the 7th, but I guess.
0: We'd still air. We'll,
1: it'll still, yeah, we'll have, I guess our coverage will be like a day or two after that first episode. So we should be fine.
0: Our first episode will be piping hot with the takes. Mm -hmm. Echo Um, boys
1: coming at you. Pete writing the theme song. He insisted.
0: Oh, nice. Okay. Um, I'm going to, so a
1: filler though.
0: Yeah. So we have, we actually have two, so we have this episode, um, which happy earth day, Josh. Um, and then we have one more episode. Then, then, um, echo boys.
1: Mm-hmm. so for this episode and for mm-hmm. some time now uh, I wanted to maybe do like a Star Wars comics and to be specific the Disney era like since Marvel retook over the license for Star Wars I've read a good chunk of all that mm-hmm. and I thought maybe it would be interesting to do like a here's some stories from the comics that I really liked where if you are interested in Taking a dive into those waters, here's some recommendations I would have that you might enjoy.
0: I mean, if you, now, if, I, if, if, if you are itching to get your hands on some of that sweet, sweet comic um, books, we're going to hit you with, yep, with those deets.
1: Comic books. Right. And so we've had this idea for a while, but I specifically really am fired up to do this idea now because uh i have started i'm a grown-up now so i alternate between comic books and real books now <laughs> and you know so i read a graphic novel and i'll read like a novel novel oh aren't i great aren't i fancy look at these big arms look at this big brain and so a w- few weeks back the you know the second collection of the current star wars comic book series the main comic book series which takes place between empire strikes back and return of the jedi Uh, by Charles Soule, who wrote wrote Light of the Jedi, and Rise of Kylo Ren, which we did on this show, and the Poe Dameron comic book. That came out, I think it was like five issues. I don't know. And I read that, and I had already been percolating this idea of, oh, what stories would I pick? And then I read that um, comic collection, and I thought, I never want to read another Star Wars comic ever again. (laughs) (laughs) And and it's like I was. It was an interesting experience because I. I mean, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna knock it by any uh, means. Um, and Charles is a very prolific writer, I will say. And you know, some of his stuff really resonates with me and is among my favorites. And some of it, not so much. Um, and this one, not so much. And it over the course of this collection, I found myself oscillating between. Like there were certain things would happen, or they would allude to certain things, and I would be like, I need to watch every Star Wars film immediately. Mm-hmm. And then other things would happen, and I would be like, I need to go on Star Wars lockdown and not consume any Star Wars ever again. Uh, and ultimately, ended up kind of leaning closer into that side. But again, I was in the past like the books, Star Wars books proper and stuff. Like I, I'm starting to realize that I'm not, I'm maybe just not that big of an EU guy in general. And so that you know, I've been trying to think about that and how to talk about that. And one of the things that I think the 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 line of demarcation that I've sort of come up with is, is that I think there's a lot of fans out there who um, just like want to spend more time in the universe in general. And I, I get, I mean, I'm definitely I'm definitely one of those too. Uh, yeah, and, and at times I'll feel that or it's just anything, anything Star Wars. But there's certain, like you read certain Expanded Universe stuff, and you I had to wonder while I was reading it, like, is this better than no story at all?
0: Now, Josh, were you thinking... It
1: sounds super harsh. Were, I really don't mean it to be.
0: Was this when you were reading Into the Dark? Or Into the Storm?
1: No. No, this is when I was reading this most recent um, Star Wars, right? And it sort of it broad strokes, you know, it's it's about, you know, right after um, Empire Strikes Back, the Rebel fleet having to get back together to regroup after Hoth. Mm-hmm. And the Empire has cracked their code and kind of can tell when they're communicating to each other and can go to where they are. So they're being tracked by the code they use. So they have to come up with a new code. Uh, uh, see, I
0: thought it was just a bunch of people... Um, like giving Luke high fives, and then they forget um what happened to <laughs> like him.
1: Barely, any. looks like barely in this one. I don't know. Luke's uh...
0: barely in the re- in the rebellion. Let's be honest. Like, <laughs> like he shows up, blows some stuff up, then he shows up again, and he has to get rescued because he's a moron. Mm-hmm. Then he goes to a swamp, and then he mm-hmm. you know has to get rescued again because he gets you know sliced and diced. And then you know he gets saved by his dad like that's that's the whole that's the whole rebellion for him. Oh, at some point that, he gets a tree a too.
1: he yeah, yeah it's, um, can't forget the tree but so going going and again like it, it looks like playing people really dig soul's um star wars book i love his dark vader book i mean i'm i'm a big fan of some of his stuff like i said it's just you know some of it resonates with me some of it um didn't. No, and this one now josh it.
0: the star you... the, the vader book that he did is he the is he the one that did
1: oh i'll get to oh that. okay okay yeah go ahead yeah uh but so I, I i say all this not to like be a stick in the mud about um this latest Star Wars book because again i think it just comes down to what you're after when you're reading or you know diving into the eu be it a book or a comic mm-hmm. or you know whatever um and so i guess in discussing this up front before giving my recommendations the listener can be like oh this guy's a smug little punk or oh yeah this guy's saying some stuff i agree with it so you you can take my recommendations with the grain of salt or pepper they might require um and maybe want we'll i ask you pete like Because it is a a fickle thing. Like, there are Star Wars books that I really like. And then there's other Star Wars books I couldn't finish. And the same with comics. And, I mean, I guess that's the same with anything. But when you're looking to engage in some EU content, what do you feel you are looking for? And I know, like, the bare minimum is just, oh, more Star Wars, more Star Wars. But, you know, Caravan of Courage has proven that, you know, just, just being in Star Wars is not necessarily... An improvement upon the silence.
0: Um. Wow, you really trigger me with caravan of courage because I just saw <laughs> I just saw red and I'm like, how do I not remember that kid who's like the worst iteration of Ezra? Right. Oh, Mace. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> um, I've seen on our um Twitter feed like people are talking about caravan of courage very um. Very politely, you know. Some people find it endearing. Sure. I have not seen a
1: single. I would argue we talked about it pretty politely. I have not seen
0: a single take. Like some people are like, "Oh, I love Sindel." Um, sorry, that was a bad voice. I shouldn't have done that. Um, they're like, "I like." Si- shouldn't have done that. Voice. Oh, um,
1: all the voices you've done and that one you think was a yeah. Problem? So
0: some people are like, "I like Sindel." I like, you know, all the different Ewoks names. Um I thought Wicket was good separately, but like I've seen no mace stands. I've seen absolutely nobody's like Mace did a good job. I like that mace character. <laughs> um yeah, Micah. Poor fella. Well actually, you know what? I'll I'll save that till the end. Um Yeah, because mm. there's something there's something so- related to Mace and us. Um, that can be kind of an, an end note on the episode, but yeah, so for me, for me to answer your question, um, when I'm looking to get into expanded universe stuff, I look at, I honestly look at the size of it. So like for me, you know, I'm not big into comics. Um, Mm -hmm. I don't even know like how many Vader episodes there are. So, um, I look at it and I'm like, oh God, there's so many of them, you know, how much, how expensive is, is this going to be? I don't really have, like, a, you know, uh, a library where I'm just going to put all of these next to all my big, big books as well. Um, mm-hmm. So comics just aren't really a thing that I think about. Plus, I do digital books for everything. Um, so honestly, it, I, I really do hold the line, unless, like, you were kind enough to let me see some of your comics so that we can do some episodes but really, the books are the, where I hold the line.
1: and I bought you one, I had it mailed to you, and you failed to mention it on the podcast no yeah big
0: deal. um that that thing's somewhere too in a place of honor mm-hmm. and yeah, um guess. being shown for all to see. but yeah, it's probably comics mm-hmm. for me mm-hmm. honestly um, that i would I hold the line on
1: interesting, so I you know, and I'm looking at i I came up with five recommendations okay. And I think, I think I'm trying to think of the common thread that maybe sheds some light on what I'm looking for in terms of EU stuff. And I, I think a big thing is just like an intriguing premise, which I know is so broad, mm-hmm. but like have a story to tell. Maybe like something as, yeah, I for I don't know. Some of them are a little broad, maybe, but there's like little. There's like just the right size holes in Star Wars to be filled. Mm-hmm. But then sometimes there's like big holes. There's something like Rise of Kylo Ren. I I love comics. That wasn't a story I wanted to know in comics. Mm-hmm. Like that wasn't and I get that Adam Driver's never gonna do that movie. You're never gonna, but I just, I don't know. That wasn't a story. Oh, for sure. That, that was too big. That was too big. Like, it would be the equivalent of if Order 66 was in a comic book instead of a movie, right? Like, that's too... Well, it's also, like...
0: Much. So, the other thing, too, about... To add to that point is, in that Kylo Ren comic, right? At the end, spoilers for the Kylo Ren comic, um, this is such a this is such a deep take. Um, I don't think we're going to spoil this for a lot of people. But when Kylo goes to Snoke, he goes to this, this space station that's, like, this, like, Garden of Eden kind of thing. And in Into the Storm, which is another, you know, like, EU... Into the Dark. um, They explain that station. And it's like, those two things, I would have vastly preferred to see visually in a TV show, in a a, um, cartoon or a movie, than comic and then book form. I didn't even make the connection until we did the episode talking about it um into the dark
1: mm-hmm. yeah so i don't know i and i think also at the end of the day making rules for what you do and don't like is is pretty stupid and you need to be open and i'm sure some of the things I'm about the list uh don't don't match that criteria but anyway without further ado i'll just say right mm-hmm. on top if you're like really jonesing to commit or you've already read like a few stars comics and you're in, and you want like a big old thick thing. Can't recommend Karen Gillan and Salvador Larocca's Darth Vader comic enough. Now there's three different Darth Vader comics at Marvel. They come out in right. volumes, and the first volume is, is the one by Karen Gillan and, and Salvador Larocca. Strongly recommend that one. I think it's 25 issues, and it it's all about how Vader saves face after spinning off like a dork in his tie fighter. That's an interesting story for sure.
0: A a super interesting premise.
1: Yeah. And it's, you know, it's also kind of a premise of like, it doesn't, it doesn't necessitate an utter rewrite of mythology in and of itself. Or like, yeah, I don't know. Like, it's not a story I was like needed. I don't know. It it, it gets, it hits, it hits it just right. Mm -hmm. Um, And there's some, there's some pretty interesting stuff in there, but that said, that's a big giant, you know, thing. So smaller stuff, these are like, you can get these in like trade paperback. That just collect these like certain issues, or some of them are self contained mini series. Mm-hmm. Um, and I guess let's see, let's see, let's go. I'll go in canon order, yeah. So, to so that was one. Well, that was just a that's a big, that's a okay. honorable mention because that's not one trade paperback, that's either a big, thick hardcover or like four different trades. But so, all right, canon order here, canon order. So, all right, up first. Darth Maul by Colin Bunn and Ross. And this is set, it's a five-issue series. It's set before Phantom Menace. And the whole kind of premise is that you have a young and agitated Darth Maul who's been bred to kill and his only purpose is to Mm -hmm. murder Jedi. And Palpatine being like, well, you can't murder Jedi. Keep a low profile. And him doing things like going big game hunting. To try and get some semblance of the, I don't know, thrill that he would get from hunting and killing a Jedi. And then he hears about um, Jedi that have been taken captive by a gang or being put up mm-hmm. for auction. And he's like, I got to get in on this. And it involves bounty hunters. Cad Bane is in there. And it's, it's a pretty cool take on Darth Maul. It takes place before Phantom Menace, which is you know interesting um yeah if you like darth Maul, i think it's a good one okay um
0: i mean that's that's definitely there's some spots um pockets that are super interesting like i i am generally interested in bad batch of you know the empire immediately after order 66 um you know
1: yeah, it does seem to be a big because
0: we see content. what Fallen Order is like six months or something like that or two years I forget, um, mm, but it's that little pockets and that's definitely you know something interesting of like Maul wanting and being furious to get started. So yeah, that that'd be yeah. that'd be a very interesting story to check out.
1: Yeah. So after that, we'll follow that up with Fortress Vader, which is the one I got for you by Charles Soule and Giuseppe Camoncoli. And this was from the second Darth Vader mm-hmm. volume that Charles Soule wrote, who is currently writing the Star Wars book that I didn't mm-hmm. care much for. Uh, and that book takes place immediately after Order 66. The first few issues of it are about, you know, how does Darth Vader get his red lightsaber, yada, yada, yada. But the last volume of that, the fourth, the fourth trade in that, is, is called Fortress Vader and it's about how Darth Vader's fortress gets made and Palpatine says you know do you want to planet it or whatever I don't know he sends Darth Vader to Mustafar to take a breather because it's like all right we've purged a lot of the Jedi seems like things are kind of chill go off and do your thing and it involves a dark side relic that is pretty freaking cool and um some, some pretty interesting force stuff, and yeah, Fortress Vader, which is after Episode Three, and you, I assume, have read that. One.
0: Um, yeah, I, I, I've I've um seen no 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 no, oh um, yeah, I I mean nothing nothing really pops comes to mind in terms of um a specific detail, but I do remember it.
1: Great next. podcasting.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> Nothing comes to mind in terms As, well, is, of detail, Is that the one with the Inquisitors? Is that what your is that what your dad says to you?
0: No. You're assuming that he would talk to me. Alright, next moving on. <laughs> My soaps are on. Theater, stop talking to me.
1: Um, this one takes place after a New Hope, and it was a crossover between the Star Wars book, which at the time was written by Jason Aaron, and the Darth Vader book that was written by Kieran Gillen, and it's an event that you can get in its own collected thing called okay. Vader Down. Another just like strong present or strong premise, and it's Vader's ship goes down behind enemy lines, and the rebels are scrambling, in the- and they're like, Vader is abandoned. He's alone on this planet. We have to get him. You have to bring this dude in. And so it's the rebel forces scrambling like crazy to get to this planet where Vader has crashed. And Vader trying to survive that onslaught and not get captured by rebel forces. It's, it's, it's really, really good. Um, so, yeah, that's written by Kieran Gillen, Jason Aaron, and Jason Aaron's art by Salvador LaRocca and Matt, Mike Diodato Jr. It's got some great stuff. And it's got all, you know, it's got Han, Luke, Leia, it's got Vader. And it also has oh, really? Dr. Afra who's a character original to the, to the Marvel comics by Kieran Gillen and her first interactions with, you know, at least Han and Luke and 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 her kind of interacting with the movie characters other than Darth Vader for the first time. uh, It's it's really good. I remember reading for the first time and there are just moments, moments that are like akin to the hallway scene. And then there's moments that are akin to like, Han Solo's funniest one-liners in Empire, and it really got the spirit of Star Wars there. Now, Josh, would you
0: consider Dr. Aphra to be the biggest comic book-only character in the Star Wars universe?
1: I mean, in in the current, like, since Marvel started publishing Star Wars again in 2015, Mm -hmm. I think hands down. But obviously there's, you know, decades and decades worth of comic book characters from all the Dark Horse stuff, you know, and you have Kyle Katarn, whoever, mm-hmm. and all that. But yeah, Doc, Dr. Aphra is is a great character. She was introduced in Kieran Killen's Darth Vader comic, and she's like Indiana Jones, but also Han Solo, I'm going to rip you off. I'm kind of a scamp. And um, she very quickly gets these sidekicks that are essentially evil C-3PO and R2-D2. And it's like an R2 unit. That's basically just torture devices and a (laughs) rocket launcher. And then a C-3PO, like a black protocol droid. That's like a sociopath. Like Hannibal Lecter is great. It's great. And those characters appear in Vader down. Uh, And speaking on that topic, I would, I would say my next recommendation is a Dr. Aphra book. Dr. Aphra spun off from Darth Vader and Kieran Gillen wrote it for a while. And that book is still coming out. I think it's on its third mm-hmm. creative team at this point. Uh, but the second volume of the Dr. Aphra solo comic is called Dr. Aphra and the Enormous Prophet by Kieran Gillen okay. and, and Kev Walker. And the gist of it is that she gets a hold of a Jedi relic and she is in a bad way where she needs to pay some seedy folks off. So she hatches this preposterous scheme to try to pretend to like auction off this Jedi relic to like five to 10 of the galaxy's worst gangs and stuff. And it's, it's this like, I don't know. i never seen Ocean's 11, but I assume that sort of like, I don't know, like a reverse heist type nonsense. And I mean, her, her whole swa- swashbuckling vibe and, creativity but sometimes borderline incompetence for comedic effects just works really well and it's it's also like a good the dr afro comic was always like a really good amount of like it's a character that's in star wars but it's not you know someone from the movies but it that book always touched up against familiar elements of star wars in cool ways like one of the bounty hunters in the deep background of rogue one plays a part in one of the arcs that's really interesting and stuff like that. And so if you are looking for, if you're looking for Dr. Afra, I mean, I would recommend just checking out where she first appears in that Darth Vader book by, by Kieran Gillen. But Dr. Afra, and the enormous prophet, is I think a, a really great example of what the comics can do, like in their own right, like a comic original or a character original to the comics in a story kind of not beholden to any of the, you know, big characters necessarily. And I would say that would do it for my original trilogy era stuff. That book also takes place between Star Wars and Empire Strikes Back. But lastly, try and get some sequel trilogy okay. in here. And I mean the big sequel trilogy book is the Poe Dameron comic, by All Soul. And that one's solid, you know, and it's it's got some arcs in it that I really, really like. If they ever released the whole thing in one big volume, I feel like I would get it just out of obligation. And <laughs> flap a Poe Boy sticker on it. But uh, I think, for me, the the best sequel era comic that's come out has been um, Captain Phasma by Kelly Thompson and Marco Cicchetto. Who does art on Daredevil now. Very good. And Kelly Thompson's also a fantastic writer. Um, she's writing Black Widow and, and Captain Marvel right now. But um, this is a book about kind of, kind of the Rogue One to A New Hope, right? Where it explains how Captain Phasma ever showed her face again to the First Order after essentially being the one to let down the shields and let Starkiller <laughs> Base be destroyed. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's not, you know, it's not, it's only four issues. It's not a huge galaxy hopping kind of adventure. It's a pretty self contained story of her and, and another First Order um, trooper fleeing Starkiller Base. And ending up on this like beat up desolate planet. But it was great. I don't know. It was really well done. It made Captain Phasma particularly compelling. Like that's a character for me that like mm-hmm. I didn't get enough of. Like, like I was really drawn to that character from the trailers for Force Awakens and stuff. And then, you know, fortunately we got some more of her in Last Jedi. But uh, and I think that's something that you that also does really well is taking characters like that and, and filling out their backstory. Like I don't. I don't wanna know like how Luke Skywalker takes his coffee. Like I don't want to be that familiar with characters I already know. But like I would like to know anything about well, Captain Othano, you know. So stuff like this. I mean with really Captain
0: Othano, they have that short story. Um which was just the premise to Rat Race. Um very good book. Very very good. No, it's it's Ugh. it's actually
1: Didn't do a great um, job of selling it. I yeah, Rat Race.
0: It was though. it was yeah. it was the movie Rat Race but for Dooku's Ugh. Treasure. That's that's literally and they all race on like, you know, some like speeders on a sand planet. Um for Dooku's Treasure, mm-hmm. it's 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 Rat Race. Um very entertaining.
1: Yeah, and I mean Dooku's Treasure doesn't that's a cool thing like saying Dooku's Treasure. Like you just say, even just saying mm-hmm. it sounds cool. Dooku's treasure, like, that, just sounds so neat. And when I say it, I don't feel like a dork. Dooku's treasure, you know, and when you're explaining like, oh, they're on the hunt for Dooku's treasure, like, I don't, I don't feel like I'm humoring a child when you tell that to me. You know, it's a very cool idea, Dooku's treasure. And I hear it is going to be you know, a star Wars
0: story. Um, okay. Well, here's, it's interesting that you say that the captain phasma is, this is, um, this is the last one or do you have one more after this? Yeah. Yeah. It's interesting that you say uh, that because I view phasma as the Boba Fett of the sequel trilogy of really cool character, Mm -hmm. really cool design. Um, huge fan of the actor. Um, you know, there's a lot of hype mm-hmm. because
1: go Interesting. okay Sandman. okay but, um,
0: podcast, but so. you know she's she's great um, you know it was really like a like a shining star in Game of Thrones <laughs> um, Literally. but with that you know you've talked a, a few times on the podcast about um, these comics, you don't want them to explain some stories because they're just going to get rewritten later. Um, because she's, a, she's, a, yeah. she's a prime yeah. example of that, that's, right? That's like true. Boba Fett. You know, the Mandalorian you know, decades later, rewrote Boba's story. I don't know. I never read any of the EU stuff that like talked about Boba, but like they use Mandalorian to explain it. There's that dumb book coming out later this year. Mm -hmm. it's fine um but
1: a book of boba (laughs) what dumb book oh walked in on that one yeah but see and and i uh, that's a good point you bring up and i think because it's again the, the main example i would go to for that is juxtaposition right you talk about Like, the tie-in comic book for Last Jedi was this Captain Phasma book. That was the miniseries they did leading up to Last Jedi. And the book they did that came, that leading into or out of Rise of Skywalker was Rise of Kylo Ren. And so the difference to me is, yes, there's this question of like, what the heck, how did Captain Phasma show up here? She's like a traitor. What the heck? But that question is never, like, that question doesn't scream to me, Movie, huge story, epic, TV show, sweeping story. Whereas Kylo Ren, I don't even think it's a TV show because it only—I mean, there's only 12 hours between those two movies, right? But something like the the main antagonists of the sequel trilogy's origins is like huge and just that doesn't like. There's I just don't believe for a second that disney's like oh yes the book is closed on that we've gotten all the money we could possibly get out of kylo ren turning to the dark side from our four issue comic book series no way you cannot do a movie about that you cannot do a television show about that it's already in a comic you can't do that it's in the comic I'm like that's not gonna happen as soon as any you know if, if that if they get a whiff of being able to tell that story cinematically so it is just like and that's what you know that's what i talk about i guess when i say like a certain size of things you know like uh, yeah there's just stories where it's like you sure you want uh, you know, like you sure that's the last word on this but i don't know and it's also like you know canon is canon i don't know and you know, so some of these comic books I'll read and I'll be like, "Oh, that's interesting. I never thought about this character that way, or this is an interesting dynamic," and I'll let that flavor my intake of the movies and stuff. And then other times I'll be like, "This is not interesting to me," and I forget it, and it has no impact on how I look at the movies or anything else ever, and it never happens. Okay,
0: so um, so the let's look at um our schedule. All right. Um, the end of filler month is <laughs> almost almost at hand. We have one episode left, and then Echo Boys um, is going to be premiering on the Po Boys Podcast Network, which will be really really cool. Um, yeah,
1: um, have you started? My cymbal
0: is currently um, in transit to my to where I live um if not i'm just going to mm-hmm. um you know do it live with some some um some dubstep by myself um so i'm hoping to have um, more of a professional kind of background to it um that being said all right josh mm-hmm. and here's the teaser um you you
1: I've been hearing about this for my whole weird because life. I'm just bringing up
0: now for the first time, um, some some oh, we're not talking about some <laughs> po to po face to face might be happening in a few weeks, so we might be getting some episodes. Right, that's why I'm oh, news the to me. Um, so that's gonna be some 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 po to based on schedule and other things, um, might be happening. So, um. Listeners, you can look forward to that.
1: You decided you needed an out for Mother's Day, and you want to come up with... Um, yeah, we're,
0: I want to you to buy any comic us. that talks about moms, and then we're just going to record our moms being the moms of those podcasts, and it's just going to be Schmied dying over and over again on comics. Um, cool, 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 cool. All right, so... <laughs> or it'll be, like, five words, um, since Star Wars hates moms. Oh God, we gotta do <laughs>
1: <Hashtag> <laughs> Maybe I do Star Wars hate moms hate because moms. every
0: time I mean we did a Father's Day episode um for those for those for the Star Wars dads. Yeah, um but Mothers Day is always Are we okay. We've okay. done
1: both
0: now. Okay, cool. All right, um well if you want to get a hold of us, poboyspodcast at gmail.com is our email. Um at poboyspodcast Podcast is our Twitter and Instagram. And we will see you next week for our last episode before I go. Boy.